0: Okay, Fire Nation, stop what you're doing, grab a pen and paper or your phone, and write down this URL are you ready? It's www.watchbilliesvideo.com. On that page, my friend Billy Jean put together a training for you that's going to solve the number one problem facing businesses in 2018, getting quality customers consistently and affordably. The video is short, it's valuable, it's entertaining, and you'll only regret ignoring it for as long as you already have. Again, it's www.watchbilliesvideo.com. And you should not go to bed tonight without watching it ignite who's ready to rock today fire nation jld here with what do we have we have a killer episode it is the entrepreneurs on fire june 2018 income report I mean, what is crazy and just nuts when I think about this is that we have now been doing this for almost 60 straight months. That's 60 months of putting out an income report for you, Fire Nation, where we share the highs and oh, we share the lows. And we have plenty of both in most of these. today is gonna be a little bit more about the fun that entrepreneurs can have because Kate and I spent almost the entire month of June traveling, so we'll be getting into that. But first, uh, before I bore you with all that fun travel stuff. Let's get into the numbers for this June, 2018. Our gross income, despite, again, being on vacation for almost the entire month, was $165,000. Our total expenses were $31,000 for a net profit of $134,285, which is an increase of over $20,000 from June to May. And the only difference is in May, I was pretty much sitting down working every day and in June that I wasn't. But still, somehow, we made $20,000 more. That is the scalable, leverageable life of an entrepreneur that we'll be talking a little bit about today. But first, I want to pass it over To another man on fire. This is Josh. He is the CPA on fire and he has an incredible monthly tax tip as always. So first off, Josh, say what's up. Let us know what's been going on in your life, if if anything at all. I don't know if anything goes on where you live, but let us know what's going on and then what's your monthly tax tip?
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, the biggest thing going on in my life, LeBron James left the state again. That's always big news here. Cleveland, uh, no. uh, No, but no, I don't know if you did hear the big news, but uh, I I got a career change coming. I'm going to be a TV star. What? Uh, I might have to leave the tax world behind. Who knows? (laughs) But no, that's that's only part true. I I can't leave the tax business behind, but my family and I have been selected to be on a TV show. And it's uh, just revolving around. I can't say too much, but it's revolving around us buying this home we just bought. And we're only getting a little bit of money for it, not enough to quit the tax business but it did get me thinking for this month's tax tip about people running into issues when they get payments like this, and especially when they get payments for winning prizes. And John, I know you know about this, which I will delve into in, yes. a, bit, in a minute here. But it, I think a lot of times people get these prizes, this is more of a payment than a prize, but same type of thing. And you don't expect to pay taxes on it. And maybe when it's cash, people, people expect it a little more like you win $5,000 in the lottery. Most people know they have to pay taxes on that. And they actually will even oftentimes withhold those taxes. But when people really run into issues is when they get those prizes that are not cash. Right, and I got two examples of how this can hit people. So the first, I had a friend back like four or five years ago, the NFL had some contest where you should t- do the best picture of you and your family and your favorite NFL team gear. And he won it, and they won a, a trip for four to go watch an NFL game in London. All expenses paid. It was incredible. And right away, I was like, dude, set the money aside. You're going to owe taxes on that trip. No, no. they told me no taxes included. Like, yeah, they're not going to withhold taxes, man, but taxes are coming. No, no, no taxes. So fast forward to tax time, of course. The NFL sent uh, the IRS a nice 1099, showing that that trip was valued at like $40,000. Oh. He got a nice eight dollars or $9,000 tax bill for money he never received, right? Mm-hmm. So just absolutely killed him. The next one, there's this man I know that was on a show called The Price is Right. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are familiar, but he won a car for hitting an incredible putt. Johnny... You ever seen that?
0: Well, if you go to eofire.com slash about, you will see the other man on fire, JLD, sinking a putt for a 2011 Ford Fiesta. And guess what? Drew Carey missed the exact same putt.
1: Perfect. And you won the car. And (laughs) what happened when you filed those taxes?
0: Uh, it was pretty brutal. I will say I was in a little better situation than your friend because to tell the real quick but but true story is I got the car as a 2011 Ford Fiesta. It was like valued to something like eighteen thousand dollars. I, I had to go to the Ford dealership to pick it up. And they were just like, um, why don't we just credit you $17,000, $18,000? you could even get a more expensive car? And I was like, no, I already have a car, I'm fine. So um, they tried to offer me like $11,000 on the spot, which I thought was a ripoff. So I drove across, across the lots to CarMax who offered me like $13,000. I thought that was a ripoff. off. ended up selling it on AutoTrader for like fourteen five or something. So I had $14,500 that I made off of that sale, but then the tax bill came and a lot of that profit was gone.
1: The, the crazy part was, and I remember this because we went through it and farm yeah. on it. They still valued that at the seventeen or eighteen thousand dollars that the dealership said it was worth, even though you immediately turned around and sold it for fourteen five or whatever it was, which obviously says that's the true market value. They said, nope, Ford said this was the market value. That's what it is. That's what you're paying taxes on. Proto. So. Moral of the story, the IRS does not care about what's fair. They do care about getting their money. And if you get that prize, whether it's cash or non-cash, you're going to owe taxes on it.
0: I am actually kind of pissed off actually the situation with your buddy. I mean, this poor guy, you know, does all the things right, you know, gets selected for this great prize. He's never told about what ends up being an eight or nine thousand dollar tax bill, which as you said can totally cripple. I mean, there was just a a podcast episode, I think on Planet Money that came out that like 65% of people, you know, couldn't deal with a $400 unforeseen emergency, let alone eight or $9,000. I mean, there's no like law or rule in place that he had to be forewarned about what he was going to be paying on that before he went on that trip?
1: You know, I'm sure there was some fine print in there, but when he asked them, they basically skirted around it by saying, no, there's no taxes withheld. All right. So they're basically saying, no, we're not going to take taxes, but they're not saying, but the IRS will later. Mm. And In fairness, he had advice from me that it would be coming. And uh, my buddy Mike there, Mike, if you're listening, sorry to throw you under the bus. Um, (laughs) But you
0: deserve it.
1: Yeah, he didn't listen to me. So he, he got hit with that tax bill. Lesson learned.
0: Wow. Well, Fire Nation, I just hope that you can do a little bit of what Josh at least tried to do for his friend Mike and, and duly warn your friends if they ever get into that situation. Or if you get in that situation, hopefully, you know a little bit about what to do. So Josh, take us home here. What do you want uh, Fire Nation to make sure they take away from your monthly tax step? And of course, that great call to action you have for us
1: you win a prize, make sure it's worth it. Because I mean, you see people on the shows winning $5,000 dish set, and they don't want a dish set. It doesn't matter whether you want it. If you take that prize, you're going to pay taxes on it. So make sure you want it. If you do, make sure you have that money set aside for taxes. As always, talk to a professional, see what that tax it's going to be.
0: Boom. Love it. And where do you want Fire Nation to find out more about all the CPA on Fire has going on?
1: Yeah. hit up our website, cpaonfire.com. We of course have our free course for Fire Nation, cpaonfire.com slash fire nation. And they can always email me directly, josh at cpaonfire.com.
0: Josh at cpaonfire.com. Josh, we'll catch you next month, brother. Peace. Fire Nation, before we go any further, I just do want to say, if you're listening to this, if you hear the sound of my voice, three hours to your big idea is live. Now, what is three hours to your big idea? It is a completely free training that I poured out hours and hours and blood, sweat, and tears into to create what I consider one of the number one struggles entrepreneurs face is they don't know what their big idea is, or they have a lot of ideas and they're not sure which is the idea, or maybe you think you have an idea, but you need clarity and focus. This training is for you, so visit yourbigidea.io, yourbigidea.io, And you can sign up and in three hours, you will literally have your big idea. It's completely free. Don't wait. Go and do it. As soon as Kate and I are done with this income report, don't press pause now. You can just wait till the end. It's a great training. I highly recommend it. So head over to three hours to your big idea. And of course, uh, let me know what you think about it. I love feedback. John at eofire.com. So, Kate, a lot went down in the month of June. We were travelers. I mean, I think we spent six days in Puerto Rico total, and then we were gone for a wedding. We went to the DR. We went to Maine. We went to San Diego. I mean, we were just all over the place. It was a crazy, crazy month. So, what did you think about all that traveling?
2: Um, So, it was actually three days in Puerto Rico the entire month. Isn't that wild? Crazy. Um, but before I talk about the travel, which was amazing. And I feel like every time we travel, I learn so much more just about life in general, but more importantly and more relevant for this report about working while we're traveling. But before we get into all that, congratulations on launching Three Hours to your big idea.
0: It is so amazing to finally have it live. I mean, I've just been working so hard on this and, you know, we've been building up interest in this for a couple months now and I've getting, I get emails every day from Fire Nation like, when's it going live? And I just want to say now, but I can't, but now I can finally say now. So it feels awesome.
2: I know. I think both of us were so anxious to get it out there just because we've put like you said, so much hard work into this, like not even hours, days and weeks. And I'm actually going to be talking a little bit about that in the biggest lesson learned this month. So I'll save the rest for then.
0: Nice teaser. So let's talk first about our DR trip. What was the deal with that?
2: So I got a group text from one of our good friends down here, Krista, and she wanted to plan a surprise party for her boyfriend, Mark. And I was like, no way this is going to work. Our community is way too tight knit. We hang out way too much in a good way. Not that I don't want to hang out. I love hanging out with this crew because as you know, Fire Nation, we have such an incredible community of entrepreneurs down here in Palmas Del Mar. And so when I heard that, I was like, no way. Someone's, like, someone's going to slip. Somebody's going to say something. You guys do poker every Friday night. I'm like, there's no way the guys aren't going to say something. But lo and behold, we actually pulled it off. Me, you, Arlene, Ted, Jack, Cora. We all all got in a car together, our car. Don't forget hauled. Davin and Liz. Well, no, I, was, I wasn't I was going to forget Davin and Liz. I was just talking about the people in our car. Oh,
0: you're talking about the ride up. Okay. I'm looking <laughs> at the picture now. So I, I got all the people here.
2: <laughs> so we haul over to the airport. Krista, Mark, Davin, and Liz are driving mm. together. So Krista, uh, Krista has Davin and Liz pick them up. Mark has no idea what's going on except for that he's going away for the weekend. Now he thinks it's like a little duo couples weekend. They get to the airport, like a half hour later, our whole crew shows up. So, needless to say, it was an awesome surprise. And we had such a great time in the DR. Uh, Went to a beautiful resort, got to spend the weekend just hanging out, talking about business, talking about life, enjoying the beach, lots of walks. And oh man, I had a massage down there that was out of this world.
0: It was pretty awesome. I had one myself, and I got into forty-seven degree uh, Fahrenheit water, which was freezing. And I okay. sat under there for thirty seconds, which was really, really tough. Um, you're literally as you're sitting there, you're the, the water's so cold it freezes the air like in your lungs almost. So you're breathing out like you know the the smoke, and it just seems so crazy. And you can just see your breath, and you're just like, "Wow, what am I doing here?" But I will say, I have a request for you, Kate never let me go to an all inclusive resort again, because typically I can keep my food consumption under control. But at a place like that, I feel like all I did was just wait around till I could eat again. And uh, (laughs) man, I'm still suffering the consequences. That was like a month ago.
2: Oh, gosh. Yeah. All inclusives are, um, they've got
0: their pros and cons for sure. (laughs) Well, Fire Nation, if you can tell, Kate and I are, Giving a little, you know, personal episode today because that's what we did. We kind of took a little bit of a personal month, and we did a ton of traveling. So I hope you're kind of enjoying this different vibe right now. And you know, we definitely worked, you know, as we were traveling in different parts of the country. But it was mostly just what I call maintenance mode. You know, we were keeping up with emails, we were checking in with our social communities, but we really weren't. What I would like to say progressing forward in our business. We were just kind of treading water, which isn't a bad thing, because you can't always be going forward 100 miles an hour, and this was one of those months for sure. And next stop was New Jersey. And you say, why would John go to New Jersey? And I would actually answer you, great question, because uh, that is not one of my top 104 uh, destinations. But my best friend in the world, Ryan Kellogg, my college roommate, my fellow brother-in-arms in the Army, and now current entrepreneur, he's actually... Uh, the head of sales for Michael Hyatt, which is incredibly exciting. He got married in New Jersey. So Kate and I went up to New Jersey, specifically Bridgewater, New Jersey, and we went to the wedding. And Kate, what do you think about the wedding?
2: It was so beautiful. that They had it like at a golf resort type thing. And It was really nice that the ceremony and the reception, everything was in one place, made it super convenient. It was beautiful weather. Oh, my goodness. Could not have been any better. And there was some fear of rain. So I'm sure the bride, Adriana, was relieved. (laughs) Um, But it was an overall great time. Someone
0: gave a pretty good best man speech. Is that how you would rank it? Pretty good? (laughs) It was great. Uh, okay, see, I kind of made her say that Fire Nation. So you can probably go with her first response. But I will see if you follow me on Instagram stories then you got to actually watch my entire Best Man speech because Kate recorded it and I put it up on Instagram stories. So if you're not following me on Instagram stories, you're missing a lot actually. You missed an incredible trek that we took into the uh, Maroon Bells up in Aspen, which we're gonna be talking about in a minute. You missed um, the first tropical storm of the season here in Puerto Rico, which I put on my Instagram stories. So get over to Instagram at johnny dumas, follow me and start watching my stories because I add a lot of cool, fun things. And, you know, I also do a little uh, cool business mix up from time to time as well. And then when I do my Entrepreneur on Fire Q&A episodes. I go to Instagram. So if you want to be on a future episode, you better follow me and keep your eye out for when I post for my next Q&A. So then I went off to Maine and Kate went off to San Diego. So I'll talk about Maine real quick and then Kate will talk about San Diego next. So I went up to Maine, which is obviously the way life should be. That is the motto of our state for all the right reasons. And it was right around Father's Day. So myself and my other best friend, uh, who was actually his best man, Ted, 10 years ago at his wedding. Um, we took our parents up, our fathers, I should say, our fathers up to a cabin on Moosehead Lake, and we just had a great weekend, just father, son, father, son. It was bonding. We did pool. We had some drinks. We grilled out. We did boat trips. We did hiking trips. We really had a fun Maine. It was a long four-day weekend, and we had a blast, and there's actually a picture of me. You can even see my my mountain man Maine beard that I have there. I, I literally grew up beard out is you know over the course it takes me about you know anywhere from six to eight hours to grow a beard so you can just see what that <laughs> looks like and it's in the picture um at com slash income is this 59 or 60 kate 58. 58. Oh, it was a couple off. So eofire.com slash income58. A uh, great picture of us in the boat with uh, Kinio in the background, which is a great mountain on Moosehead Lake. So a lot of fun there. I also had my virtual trainer, Jeff, come out to visit me for a long weekend. And him, uh, his name is Jeff McMahon, actually, from TBC Fit. He's a great personal trainer. We, we work out between three to four days every single week, and that's a minimum of three. Sometimes. Sometimes we jack it up to four uh, when I'm feeling pretty uh, excited on the weekends to keep my workout going on. And he came out. It wasn't the first time we met a person. We've we've been able to hang out at multiple conferences before, but it was just cool to have him out as a friend and to see Maine. He'd never been to Maine before. Him, myself, and Rich Brooks went up to Bar Harbor, Maine, which is a beautiful coastal Maine town. So if you've ever been to Maine, you've probably heard of Bar Harbor because it's just that quintessential Maine town with... All those things, lobster, boats, paths, hiking, Acadia National Park is right there, which is a beautiful park. So we rented bikes and we biked and we tracked and we did all this awesome stuff. And I'm tired just thinking about it. And uh, before I left for Denver, um, I want to pass it back over to Kate to talk about her time in Vegas and Big Sur, Cali.
2: Yeah, so when I headed out to California, made a little stop in Las Vegas first. I met up with my family and we had an awesome time. We got to go see the Beatles Love Cirque du Soleil show, which was so, so good. If you haven't seen it and you're into Cirque du Soleil and you like the Beatles, perfect trio. It was so much fun. It was a great treat to be able to do that with my family. We walked around Vegas, gawked at all the beautiful hotels. I enjoy doing that so much. And this is actually a little bit of deja vu because I remember talking about this in last year's income report after I got back from Vegas, how much I enjoy doing that. I just think they do such an amazing job of design and elegance in so many of those hotels. Bellagio is one of my favorite. Um, We have lots of great picks over on the post that accompanies this income report. As John said, it's eofire.com forward slash income five eight. I also have a few shots from Big Sur. This was my first time camping in Big Sur. Love camping, which we continued the trend in July, which you'll hear more about next month. A little bit of a different type of camping trip, though, because Big Sur was it was still camping, but we drove to the campsite. We're unpacking and packing the car. We have access to all these amazing things. Our backpacking trip on the Converse <laughs> in Aspen just in early July, which again, we'll talk about next month. month's income report, um, was very much different. <laughs> I'd never backpack camped before, so uh, a few uh, decrease in niceties. But such an incredible experience. Um, After Big Sur, I spent some great time in San Diego hanging out with my family. And then, John, as you said, we met up in Denver for Social Media Day.
0: Well, before Fire Nation hears anything about that, and Fire Nation, you're going to want to hear about that, we're going to take a quick minute to thank our sponsor. All right, Fire Nation. So I have Billy Jean on the mic for this incredible sponsorship read. And Billy, I think you have a question for me.
3: You've interviewed thousands of entrepreneurs, some of the most successful entrepreneurs in the world, most influential entrepreneurs in the world. But on the flip side of that, what's the stat? Like 90, 95% of businesses fail within the five, first five years. Yeah. And my question to you is why? What is that one thing that literally 95 out of 100 people are not understanding?
0: Billy, they don't keep generating revenue they don't keep bringing in customers and clients and they can't keep the lights on period
3: it breaks my heart and the, you know what it is is I think too many businesses that literally believe that waiting on referrals is a way to run a consistent predictable and stable business and it's virtually costing everybody everything literally people take pride in the fact that they don't advertise. Like, oh, my whole business is organic and referrals. I would never pay for advertisements. And it's the most ignorant and arrogant standpoint that I see people take that's killing them. And so right now we have these tools available in 2018, 19, where Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, you can get in front of your ideal customer for one cent, three cents for a view. And people are afraid to take advantage of those opportunities because they don't understand one thing, how to get an ROI on their ads. There's no shortage of customers. There's just a shortage of businesses who understand how to turn clicks into customers. And that's what I want to teach them, John. Yes. Stop going out of business. There's no reason, like right now, if the only thing that's stopping you from growing your business is just getting more customers who can actually afford your services that you like working with, then you got to show up to my training. Like I, I literally made a video, John, that outlines exactly how to use paid advertisements to get customers for any business in any niche. I don't care if you do product sales, physical products. I don't care if it's B2B. I don't care if it's B2C, whatever your excuse is, I'm telling you. You are one solid advertisement away from having predictable sales in your business and being able to truly scale and not fail.
0: I want to watch the video right now.
3: You know what it's called? (laughs) Watchbillysvideo.com.
0: Watchbillysvideo.com. Fire Nation, you heard it from Billy Jean, the genius himself. Watchbillysvideo.com.
3: Wait, John, here's the best part. It's freaking free. And it's free. <laughs> so like, there's nothing. Just literally, I'll send it to you. Like, just I'll text it to you, i email it to you, whatever the heck. Just go there and watch the video and just tell me it's not helpful.
0: Love it. All right, Fire Nation, we're back. And as Kate was mentioning right before the break, we took off from our respective home states of California and Maine, and we met up in Denver for Social Media Day. Uh, this is run by Aaron Sell and Joel Kahm. They've done now, I think this is actually year number two. So this is the second year they did it. I might be wrong on that. It might be the third, but I think it's the second. And they asked me to keynote this event. So I was very honored with that ask and very happy to accept because one of of my entrepreneurial best friends in the world, Greg Hickman, who I met back in the uh, late uh, late months of 2012. I think it was December 2012. I met Greg for the first time, and we've been fast friends ever since. Um, he had a son, Cole, and so I got to see Cole, and we got to hang out with Greg. Um, And his wonderful wife, Sarah, and just have a blast out in Denver, all kind of featured around this day, Social Media Day, which is, of course, celebrating social media. And what's cool is that a lot of cities around the country do this. So Jacksonville had a big one. San Diego always has a big one, which I've actually spoken at a few times. Um, You know, Boise does one. Chicago does one. Boston does one. Like all the big cities that consider themselves at least a little bit techie do Social Media Day to really kind of just celebrate this one day of social media media, all the pros and all the cons of it. So it was a, a very cool venue. It was a very cool experience. Uh, Kate and I had a lot of fun in Denver kind of exploring the city. Greg took us to his co-working space called Industry right in downtown Denver, which was super cool to hang out there. We both went on some epic runs through Denver's Central Park, which was a I'm not going to say it was a great park. It was an okay park. Um, There was a lot of goose poop that I had to avoid on my runs, which I didn't really enjoy. But you know, overall, it was a cool green space. I guess I can say that. And you know, I've always loved Colorado as a state and Denver's just a really cool city, which I really enjoyed as well. So a lot of fun. And Kate, do you want to say anything about um, our time with Greg and Sarah before we move into a little more specifics with social media day?
2: Yeah, we got to see Red Rocks, which is an amphitheater I have been dying to visit for such a long time because I've heard so many amazing things about it. So that was a really cool cherry on top to the trip. And I'm thankful that Greg and Sarah are such foodies because they took us to so many awesome restaurants. I feel like we ate very well in Denver.
0: Man, I need to just go on like a seven-day fast. I mean, after the DR and that, and then going home to Maine and having my mother just throw food in my face nonstop, of course, being at that <laughs> wedding, and then, you know, Greg being a foodie, and Sarah too, I mean, it's just, I think it's going to stop. Um, but anyways, that's on for another Fire Nation,
2: don't let him fool you, because <laughs> all he's eaten since he's gotten home are green things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I had some almonds today too. But anyways... Um, We then proceeded to um, social media day, but I think what was really funny that we kind of forgot to mention is when I got picked up at the airport with Kate, um, social media day, specifically Aaron and Joel had a crazy surprise for us. Uh, They had somebody, his name's Chad, he's a great videographer, um, they had him pick us up and he got decked out in a full fireman suit. I'm talking a full fireman suit. Like I actually, when I first saw him, I was like, why is a fireman in this airport? But it was Chad walking around screaming, entrepreneurs on fire, John Lee Dumas on fire. And I tried to hide from him as long as I could, but he eventually found me and the whole thing was recorded video style. So if you go to my Instagram at uh, John Lee Dumas, you can just go to one of my more recent Um, videos that I put up on my normal feed, not my stories, my normal feed, and you'll see that video. It was hysterical. It was really funny. Um, But I had no idea it was coming, so it was completely out of the blue. And then, um, you know, kind of fast forwarding a few days to the specific event itself, it was held in a beautiful venue called Mile High Station in Denver. We walked in. Uh, The acoustics were not great for an event like that. There was a lot of echoing uh, that was unfortunate. You could basically hear people whispering like around the corner. Um, So acoustics, not good. And so for anybody that wants to throw an event, think acoustics. But, um, you know, it was great people, good times, had a lot of fun. Um, dropped some value bombs from stage. And then afterwards, we literally did paint the town red, which is uh, shouldn't be surprising. We went to a place where there were just all food trucks and we ate more food. So Kate, what are your thoughts? I think it was called, fin- was
2: it Finn's Manor?
0: Finn's Landing, I think. Finn's Landing, yeah. You know, it was pretty cool, actually.
2: So um, very long story short, my Puerto Rico ID actually says not for real ID purposes on it. Long story. Don't ask me why. I don't understand it. But that's the only ID I had on me when we were going to this Finn's Landing. And I was like, oh, I hope that they don't not let me in because of this because I don't have any other ID on me right now. So I hand the guy my ID and he looks at it for a while. I'm like, oh, gosh, he's going to tell me that, you know, I can't get in with this ID. He looks at me and he's like, you're in luck. We've got a Puerto Rico food truck today. What? (laughs) So it was kind of cool that Finn's Manor was really neat. Social Media Day, like you said, John, um, it was a great event. There was a lot of great people there. I told you after um, you wrapped your session that I thought it was the best talk I've seen you give of that um, version of your uh, million dollar podcasting funnel. Really solid.
0: Sweet. Thank you.
2: Yeah, anyone who's going to be attending Podcast Movement, actually, which is coming up in T-minus less than two weeks... You will also be presenting there, uh, the Million Dollar Podcasting Funnel, which Fire Nation, you don't want to miss this talk. So if you're going to be at Podcast Movement, make sure to be in John's
0: session. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be fun. And for all you Paradisers out there, make sure if you are at Podcast Movement, we're throwing a great bash um, the night before it starts. So we have all the details in the Facebook group, of course, and Kate will be emailing you. But for Paradisers, we throw a party every year and our appreciation of you. So, Kate, anything you want to chat about before we move into the income breakdown? Nada. Like I said,
2: I'm going to be kind of wrapping up our travel work binge and the lesson learned. So let's get into the breakdown.
0: Cool. Well, our product and service income for June of 2018 was $127,000. We did $15,000 with our journal sales, um, $9,000 with the Freedom Journal and $6,000 with the Mastery Journal. Podcasters Paradise had a huge month at $77,000 specifically because we actually sold uh, 50 podcast launch formulas, which totaled over $43,000 total. So that was a big bump. Our sponsorship income was $29,500. And we had some other great stuff going on as well in the affiliate income area. We did $38,000 total. $21,000 of that was ClickFunnels, over $3,000 in coaching referrals. So you know, if you're looking for a mentor, I have some great mentors in both the podcast and overall online niche I'd be happy to introduce you to. Create Awesome Online Courses was over $56. $600, $100 webinars that convert with Amy Porterfield Uh, brought in for us as an affiliate, almost $2,000. And Libsyn, uh, $1,845. Because if you are going to podcast and you use promo code FIRE, you get the rest of this month and all of next month for free. So our total gross income was $165,000. So of course, there's a bunch of other things I didn't just list off on this income report. But if you head over to eofire.com slash income 58, you can see it all there. And our business expenses were over $28,000 so not a small dollar amount and again we list all of those out on the income report down to let's see what our lowest one is zoom for $15 no evoice 10 bucks So uh, we list everything out, all the way down to the lowest of the low. Net profit, $134,285. So not a shabby month considering we spent three months in Puerto Rico, um, 27 months on the road and not really focused on the business at all, just kind of keeping up with things. Um, so, Kate, what is your biggest lesson learned?
2: Well, you said three months and 27 months, but three days and 27 days. That is right? what I meant, right?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, but the biggest lesson learned kind of has to do with that. I'm calling it all and do time, because as you can tell, June was a crazy month for us. With the second half of 2018 upon us, our travel schedule isn't slowing down any. We are both very much excited for an upcoming 65-day European adventure that we're going to be starting in September. John, are you looking forward to it? Can't wait. (laughs) But that does mean that we've got a lot of work to do because we can't just take off and have months like we did in June without a whole lot of prep work. And what really stood out to me about our travels in June as it relates to running the business is that we were, as I mentioned earlier, pretty anxious about launching our newest free course, Three Hours to Your Big Idea, which, as John said, is now live. But with only those three full days at our home in Puerto Rico the entire month of June, In retrospect, it was so crazy of us to think that we could pull off that launch because there's always a give and a take, right? If you've read essentialism, you know that every time you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. Us saying yes to Dominican Republic, to a wedding, to Las Vegas, to Maine, to Moosehead, to um, Social Media Day Denver, us saying yes to those things meant that we were saying no to other things. And in this case... We were saying no to launching Three Hours to Your Big Idea. Nonetheless, we really tried to make that happen. And John, it wasn't until you and I were sitting in our hotel room in New Jersey, literally about 24 hours before the wedding was going to start. And we were still both thinking, like, can we launch this before we leave New Jersey? But thankfully... I think we came to our senses, you before me, (laughs) and realized that it just wasn't the right time to launch. Not only were you and I about to go our separate ways for multiple mini trips, which you just heard all about. But several of those mini trips that we mentioned, they involved places where we weren't even on the internet at all. Like we literally could not be on the internet. When I was in Big Sur, I was totally cut off from all communication for like five days. So in retrospect, again, the decision to hold the launch of Three Hours for Big Idea, well, really, really tough because we're so anxious and excited to get it out there and to share it with you was a really great decision. and. I'm surprised that we were even considering this launch, given our schedules in June, it just wouldn't have been fair to us. It wouldn't have been fair to you, Fire Nation, for us not to be fully available and tuned into this. So I wanted to kind of share that background about Three Hours to Your Big Idea, how we really, really, really were pushing to launch this at the beginning of June. As you know, it's now the beginning of July and we're just getting to hit live. Just a reminder that everything will happen as it should all in
0: due time. Boom, all in due time. So Fire Nation, I really hope that you enjoyed EO Fire's income report for June of 2018. We are going to hit number 60 in just two months. That's 60 months in a row with a consistent monthly income report. We're going to keep telling you what's working, what's not, and of course, sharing the highs, sharing the lows. So Kate, take us home, bring us all the way down to Sugar Land with a goodbye.
2: Fire Nation, we can't wait to see you in three hours to your big idea, yourbigidea.io. We will catch you
0: there. Hey, Fire Nation, as you just heard Kate mention, I would be honored and touched if you would go over and check out my free training that I poured my blood, sweat and tears into three hours to your big idea. It is my pledge to you that if you give me three hours, I will give you your big idea. And I'm telling you, Fire Nation, it's the number one struggle of most entrepreneurs. You either don't have an idea right now or you have too many ideas, you're not sure which is the idea, or you think you have your big idea, believe me, you need clarity, you need focus. All three of these buckets I just share with you this training solves. So visit yourbigidea.io and start the free training today. Okay, Fire Nation, stop what you're doing, grab a pen and paper or your phone and write down this URL are you ready? It's www.watchbilliesvideo.com. On that page, my friend Billy Jean put together a training for you that's going to solve the number one problem facing businesses in 2018, getting quality customers consistently and affordably. The video is short, it's valuable, it's entertaining, and you'll only regret ignoring it for as long as you already have. Again, it's www.watchbilliesvideo.com. And you should not go to bed tonight without watching it. Ignite.